0: The World Wrestling Federation, for over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. What's our name? We're Men on a mission! Are you ready? Oh. 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 Here we go! Welcome to the new Generation podcast. I'm I'm JP. Thanks for joining us today. As always runs the journey to relive the new generation era to find the best and some of the worst of wrestling time period often forgotten. credit and Survivor Series '92, friend and Survivor Series '97. Look beyond the pay per views and examine the weekly TV. See what worked, what could have worked, and what failed. JP, now that the Bears are officially eliminated from the Super Bowl, how's life?
1: Um. Well, I mean, I, I I'm closing on a house, so that's good.
0: That's positive.
1: Yeah, we got that. Um. I, I've realized that the reason why I like wrestling is because it can't hurt me like football does. Um, what about when I'm,
0: Daniel Bryan? What about when Daniel Bryan lost? Did that hurt you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> then he tur- but then he turned into a snitch in ACW AEW's locker room, so it didn't, like,
0: it didn't hurt as bad. But
1: yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, those things I can get over a little bit easier. But like, what about
0: what about what about evil doing turning into face doing? That has oh, to hurt. see yeah, that did that did uh, <laughs> kick me in the
1: palms there for a little bit. But I wonder if you like looked at a demographic of like. How many Chicago wrestling fans there are, and how many like all the shitty sports cities and stuff like yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland for years. Like, I, yeah. I bet you there's a ton of wrestling fans in those cities because it just doesn't hurt us. They're we miserable. Make, make the hurt go to go away, you know? Yeah, they're miserable. Yeah, it's just terrible. It's, well, hopefully, it's we have Jim Harbaugh by Tuesday, and then we can have a I little optimism. Know I know. I don't, know. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I'm just trying to speak into existence, you know? I know. I know.
0: It's tough because I feel like he's a guy that will want everything and that doesn't always work out. And we've seen right. all those right. guys and San Francisco, the reason he won there is because it's a good organization, not because Exactly. Yeah. Not because of his talents. So
1: I know it's just I I'm tired of living in Tampa <laughs> where like people will say you sure you don't want to be a Bucks fan? And I have to always yeah, go tell yeah. them to go fuck themselves every time. Yeah. So just, I don't even like football anymore. <laughs> let's
0: talk, yeah, let's talk, like, women's field hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Northwestern's, <laughs> got a, Northwestern's got a great team. They keep winning right. national championships. Well, that's my claim to fame right now. There you go. Uh But, yeah, everything else good? Good holidays? Yeah, man, how about yourself? Good. Yeah, it was good. Family was a little sick, so yeah it, it hurt the holidays a little bit, but we made the best of it, you know, and then – uh we kind of actually today we had a, our Christmas our, our family Christmas so oh, January sweet. January seventh family Christmas so you know that's, that's
1: traditional living yeah. Life,
0: so yeah it's traditional so well, at least you didn't so, have it yesterday. Yeah, uh, we did have it yesterday too. We had we what? had the other family <laughs> yesterday, so we had double double family Christmas and uh, still have our tree up and everything. So we're right. living large so uh yeah so life's life's been good just busy and like everything so exactly
1: and the snow
0: and winter is finally coming tomorrow i don't uh, don't know what that is so yeah i know it's finally i think it hit the west coast or east coast but it's about to hit Mm us all right let's get uh started then for some sunday night slam does that sound good oh yeah oh yeah all right all right so we got uh, a little bit interesting here this week we got the Sunday night slam special. That was a two hour USA Sunday night uh, slam. That was actually live. We'll get mm-hmm. that, a little bit at the end. Then we got the raw, uh, which is pretty much highlights of the Sunday night slam. Yeah. And then the superstars of the weekend, which is a lot of highlights from the Sunday night slam. So a pretty right. uh, quick show we'll have this week. And then next week will be, or next time we'll be on SummerSlam slam, uh, yep. 1994, opening up the United center. So just a preview of what's coming up the next two weeks. So we'll start off with Sunday night slam. Uh, so I, I know I said it's live, uh, so we have live from uh, the studio, Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler, which is something cool. I, I don't know if they ever do this again, and it's something just so much different, and and gives mm-hmm. it a new a new feel to it. Uh, really pumps up, keeps the storylines fresh, uh, because the problem is all the matches we're going to see is back from August first. So you know these are kind of some stale matches. The feuds are kind of dying out at this time before going into SummerSlam. So like it's just a, it's just a weird kind of setup, but. I do like the commentary they bring in live from the studio. So we start off with Luger and crush um, from Sunday night slam. Uh, the feud uh, between Luger and Tataka, I thought it started off so hot and right. just this match feels like a nothingness. They kind of randomly bring up that, uh, uh, sorry, that uh, crush and Luger had a feud going on, right? That Luger costs crush the uh, king of the ring mm-hmm. in the opposite way. So like, out of nowhere, this match came up. Like this feels like it could have been a big time match, and it's just like Luger's. Since the guy that was at WrestleMania has been puttering around the summer, I think we liked a little bit of the soccer stuff, but it, it, he's just a guy that has has um, has really really fallen on hard times in my eyes. Uh, a better match from Crosshair. I think he he puts a good effort. I think uh, you know the, the big point turning point of the match is after the commercial. DiBiase comes out. DiBiase uh, gets on the ring with money, trying to pay off Luger again, kind of the silliness of this that me and you have both talked about. Yeah. And Luger kind of, Crush gets distracted. Luger uses it for a quick small package and kind of wins the match. Uh, later on, I think it might be in the su- Superstars, but Luger talks about how he'll, he'll take advantage of any little holy, any little like uh, distraction he can see, which is kind of cool. Him saying that like, hey, if I see an opportunity, I'm going to take it to win. So mm-hmm. like that, like that's just like, a, you know, hey, I see it. I see a opponent's weakness. Uh, but he's like that doesn't mean I sold out. So after the match, again Macho keeps saying that Luger sold out. He can't believe it. He goes on and on about the D- that they want to test DNA, which I don't even know how that worked, but it's clearly right. like the OJ Simpson stuff right. <laughs> trying to link it in there. But uh, you know, an okay match. When it crushes better matches, but Luger's a the guy they just kind of wasted over the summer, and this this match could have been something big. Uh, you know, should have been a king of the, we've talked about this should have been a king of the ring match to really build up the field and kind of like blow it off here. feels kind of weak. So I don't know what you kind of, you want to give out feedback on this.
1: Yeah. So I agree about, you know, like Luger just kind of flopping right now. And I don't know. I feel like, you know, it's not his fault. The crowd was behind him for so long, but then the way this kept booking him, it's just like, you know, he was destined to lose steam. So I feel like they really should have turned him here. Um, if they were just going to go the route, they went anyways, like, you know yeah. what eventually happens Let's should turn him and let him be the prize of the uh, million dollar corporation because obviously big is not like a main event player uh in the you know wwf size i guess and then yeah under faker doesn't doesn't stay so it's like luger could have been that prize like back into the main event scene kind of thing as a heel um instead of a baby face so that would have been cool uh as far as the match goes i wasn't really feeling it because I just felt like there were. It was just like thrown together. Like it just didn't yep. feel like inspired. So, it's, and they're both kind of clunky, anyways. Which can be fine in, in some aspects, but uh, not here. Well, they to had,
0: me. like I said, they had a storyline going into it. They brought nothing of it, and they just randomly, right. like, oh yeah, these two cost each other King of the Ring. They were in a ice red hot feud. Oh, they're gonna fight tonight to prove, like, to prove what? Like it was just so well, it's like, disjointed.
1: Crush is another one. It's like so many stops and starts. It's like you don't like. Like we liked him on the on the initial heel turn. Right when that happened, he was hot and then just let like took their foot off the gas. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is I thought he went to jail. I mean that's right, how bad he right, right. I, I
0: was like, I think he's in jail. Like right. that's where I thought he we were, you know, with this. Well it's like so. you know,
1: it's just it's just weird. It's like two guys that seemingly are going nowhere and yeah. they had promising uh you know, they were promising prospects for the company. So yeah, just weird to see. Um so after that we get like a quick uh quick little recap from the undertaker feud which we'll see like way too many times in these next couple episodes just yep leslie nielsen which was cool at first but now it's getting a little too much for me um i just like want that to be over with by now like it was so good in the beginning and now it's just falling off a cliff for me um and then from there we get a uh surprisingly good tag match i gotta know where it's Bigelow and IRS versus the One Two Three Kid and Thurman Sparky Plug. So Kid gets teamed up. Like this is another cool young, like um, fast paced tag team. I I like him in that role, and I don't like Bigelow and IRS really as a as an idea. Like I liked IRS what he was doing on his own, and I liked Bigelow with Luna a lot better. So like this just is a little disappointing. But um, Bigelow does bring it early. Like he is tossing the shit out of Kid. Like he he does like a hip toss and just throws Kid. It's like just seeing him bump around like that was crazy. <laughs> um, Kid then mounts some like high flying offense to get a little comeback and him and Sparky are like working some really great like tandem offense. So I thought that was cool, especially for a team that hasn't really teamed up that often. Like just in this little match, and I think they've done another match, but I'm not positive like they already look better than, like, say, the Smoking Guns. Like, they, yeah. they look like I was a better. Gonna say the team same thing. Gun. I was gonna say you know the same thing. I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. As you
0: said that, they're already better. They already they've already surpassed the Smoking Guns. Right. So it's
1: cool. Like, they're they're like a legit babyface team. Like. I don't know. I would kinda of like to see
0: them pair up together for a little run. I know they do for a little bit. Yeah, th- um, well th- that's what I'm wondering too. I, did, you know, as you started talking, I'm like, I wonder if this team's gonna be around for a while or if this is a one and done. Well, Aren't they, the,
1: are they the Rumble? Well yeah, that's There's... what I'm
0: saying. I don't know if this is like this match and then the next oh, time oh, we we'll see okay. them is a rumble. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like gotcha. where did this team come from? It's a fun team. So like right. I loved it. I hope they stay around.
1: Yeah. Same here. Yeah, I hope I hope we get like um a couple, you know, hidden gem matches kinda like this. So yeah. I thought this was kinda fun. Uh kid eventually takes like a spill outside so he's a little wobbly and then sparky makes the hot tag which he was really good on a hot tag as well um he's fired up you st- you feel like it's like the the normal formula of a hot tag where the babyface catches fire but he goes for like a cross body and Bigelow catches him to like the world's strongest slam type move and gets the win which is pretty impressive like just to see Bigelow say all right enough of this like i'm gonna finish it that was pretty good to kind of keep him strong so this was a really fun match. I like I like when stuff like this pops up, especially on these um, little specials they do. Like, you, you know, no one's going to watch. If you watch Rawls and just the pay-per-views, you're never going to see something like this. So when you see a little special and you see a little hidden gem like this, I always like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is the best use of IRS. Like, one what I miss is his promo, all, right? Yes, yeah, definitely. Just... He I mean, gets so much heat from it. So it's kind of disappointing that they don't kind of do that that much with the tag team, but mm-hmm. it might be the better fit for him, but money rink isn't great either. So I'm not sure. Right. What, like, right. I was making a better, he's a guy that we haven't hated as much, but I could see a match like this where I thought it was a little bit too long. Again, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be the team that's supposed to win the tag team title facing like we love one, two, three kids, but he has not been put up. He, he's a guy that he'll be credible for a moment and then immediately yep. decredit, you know, just thrown away. Yep. And, Uh, I thought this match was a little too long. If you're trying to make it like Bam Bam and IRS are supposed to win the tag team titles in like five days. And they have to struggle against this like put together tag team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I know it's the way they treat heels, but it just doesn't make them look good. It just makes the tag team look division look just crappy. And like I said, I do like the kid Bob Holly together, but they have no no connection to him other than basically like them saying they're underdogs and they never win. Like that's how they kind of put them together. So I think that's just like kids been such an MVP for us so many times and we've seen such promise from him and the crowd gets behind him. I just feel like he's just misused as much oh, as I kind of 100%. like this, like this run. I just yeah. think that he's so much better than everyone else that I wish they could use him better than kind of like, well, he's a plucky underdog. Um, and, and maybe he can't maybe because when we see him as six and other stuff, he, he does kind of get that way, but he's been really an MVP and a surprise of how long he's been good for. Like I thought I obviously everyone remembers him beating razor but like i didn't know he was this good for this long like this is really well, no surprise he's like he's like three years too early like if he, yeah
1: if he debuted in wcw in 96 like yeah as, as this version of himself like he was he was a little beaten down like i know he had a neck injury in that when he went to wcw so he wasn't as like high flying but like can you imagine him on those like mid ninety six nitros with like the debuting and Ray and Hoovy and all that? Like he would have been on fire. So
0: or if or if the or if the WWF just went a little bit more this way rather than Typhoon, like pulling back Typhoon. I, I don't <laughs> think they ever want
1: to. I, I don't
0: think like even
1: even in this era, like the New Generation era as a whole, when we get little stuff like this, it's never. Like focused on for a long time. Like that, they, yeah. They're they're always hot and cold with Brett. They never pull the, the trigger on Owen. Like, you know, they always want to, look at Diesel. Like he gets a year, you know, as, as champion. Yeah. Like Brett longer like, than Brett's, yeah. They, yeah, they never committed to him. Like I don't, th- I only think they did that because they had to, and not because they wanted to. So, I don't know. I wish they would have too. You know, we're we're gonna see another, you know, the the women coming up. Like if they would have focused on that a little heavier, like they they could have went a whole different direction. But yeah. You know, it is what it is.
0: Uh, yeah. So then we get. Uh, I also put. Sorry. Last note was that I.R.S. is always is a hot sweaty mess.
1: Oh uh, God. It yeah. was a
0: longer mess at least. So uh, right. then we get. Lo- we get long to- Todd program. Uh, it's to- sorry. Todd promo. Uh, which I love. He really, you know, this is the perfect time for the longer promo. Yep. I mean, this is like 10 minutes long, mm-hmm. but they're really, really putting together that, that SummerSlam card, really making sure, you know, why each match is important. So I think it's really good for this people that don't watch every time uh, on a Sunday night, you know, really checking it out. I, th- I think mm-hmm. this is great. Uh, they did have sweetness in there. Uh, Walter Payton, uh, he was in a various 90s shirts. Uh, it oh, was a yeah. rough, pro- it was a rough promo for him. Yes, though. Like, it was. He's got a low talking anyways. Uh, and he's never been the most charismatic guy in the world, right. um, but yeah, this, this this promo didn't really give a lot of uh, energy uh, to it, so a little disappointing in that in that piece. Uh, but pretty good. And then they follow that right up with a, a quick Razor Ramon squash um, to to kind of keep us moving. And then we get a random match again, like you just mentioned. Heidi Lee Morgan supposed to be credible out of nowhere to face Bull Nakano. Um, Macho says he's asked out both of them, which is amazing. Yes. Uh, the bull in the t- kind of like she has to go to biting during this match. Uh, she there's about three Heidi Lee Morgan has like three or four really close, serious falls. Yes, uh, it's just very disappointing. Uh, again, if you do like the way to do this, right, is you have Heidi Lee Morgan three three weeks in a row winning matches over who cares whoever, but he mm-hmm. incredible up like instead, this is supposed to be who we're supposed to. Uh, Alundra Blaze is supposed to be afraid of. Um, I do love her leg drop, like the crowd ooze and ahs off of it. And Heidi Lee Megan does a great suplex side, side suplex on bull. The crowd also gets into it. the crowd gets into the women's. Like, it's not like they're yep. the boring and or bored of it. Like they get into this match. So, but they just spend no time or effort into them. Uh, a lot, again, a lot of macho man saying he likes the big butt of bull Nakano as well. Like, he's like, I like the bigger women, like just so much. It's, it's like, almost like macho Man's. Oh, like, he's hard talk- up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like, Hey, macho, say whatever you want like. See if you can not, you know, ask these girls out. Right. Um, And then I, also I put in this special. Another thing that's disappointing is Luna Vashan. She's on the outside and just such an afterthought. It's so disappointing. They kind of barely mention her, barely. Oh, she's fallen. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, hey, she just, oh, she's, you know, brought the Nakano in there. Like, she really didn't. Like, right. it's just disappointing to see her. And I didn't realize she was gone from Bam Bam. Like, I just, I remember her kind of doing this. Like, I might, I might remember her for SummerSlam, but I didn't mm-hmm. realize she wasn't with Bam Bam anymore. Like just their life is like over, like in the WWF. So very disappointing. So I don't know. If yeah. You, so I yeah, add? I love
1: uh, well, I love Bull Nakano as it is. Um, yeah. Love the leg drop, like you said. But like, like you said, the beginning of this match. So you're hyping up Bull Nakano to challenge the women's champion. The very beginning of this match, Heidi Lee Morgan hits like a reverse hurricanrana <laughs> on, on Bull Nakano and gets a like a, a close or near fall, which is crazy. Then Nakano's just, like, stretching her out for a while. Not really yeah. in total control, but has to have Luna help her attack outside. It's just crazy that, um, you know, it took that. But also, like you said, I wish they would have focused on this. Like, could you imagine, you know, the, the team, like, they bring in, like, SummerSlam 95. Like, if they would have brought some of those girls in earlier and kind of built a solid division, you know, yeah. they would have had something <laughs> WCW doesn't have. Like, they would have, they would have – you know, they could have brought in more Japan talent that way from like all of yeah. Japan, maybe or something like that. <clears throat> I don't know. Just the possibilities could have been endless. I just don't think their mind was there. They were just kind of no. you know, stuck to what they were used to, I guess.
0: Again, would be fine if they didn't have women's wrestling at all, right? Like right. and that's not uh you know, say that it's terrible. It's like either do it or don't do it, right? Like Instead, they kind of like barely throw it together. Like, how hard is it to have every week a match on Wrestling Challenge to feature a women's match that's exactly. like pretty, you know, competent? Instead, we get bum ass ty- Typhoon <laughs> yeah, coming exactly. out here uh, constantly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, disappointing. Uh, and I did uh, the Macho Man. Besides just talking about Bull's butt, he also talks a lot about Bull knocking, knocking, knocking. No. Yeah, he and loves it. it twenty times. It was so oh my funny.
1: God. So
0: it's so funny.
1: Yeah. So uh from
0: <laughs> from Savage being all horned up
1: and stuff we yep. get a uh in-ring interview with Brett and uh Ray Rougeau. Um yep. so here Brett discusses like the he really hypes up the cage match which is I don't it hasn't felt like there's always been a cage match it feels like it's kind of rushed but they've kind of done a good job of uh building towards that and like with the whole Neidhart involvement and everything so He's kind of like discusses the, the the dangers of the cage and he hates that it came came to this, but like Owen's yeah. gonna get what he deserves now. Um, you know, he's he's really like harpening that he's locked in, like it's not as emotional anymore. Like, like the, I love that part of it because if you follow the whole story, you can tell like in the beginning, Brett didn't want to fight Owen. He was still kind of emotional about it, and that's what cost him the match at WrestleMania was him not, you know, being fully locked in. Him kind of taking. You know he that it was his brother he's wrestling, so that's a really good little note he, he always he keeps calling uh night fat and fat boy so like
0: <laughs> fat he, boy uh, yep he,
1: he, he, <laughs> you know backstage he, he forgot
0: telling him he forgot to say it too yep. And he also, he's like, I, he, I forget what he, he also calls him like stupid, but he forgot yeah. to do it. It was something like, he's like, wait a second, I forgot to do this. I better yeah, he had, he had circle back around. <laughs> yep. So it's like, it he was, had to
1: phone. it. was so funny because it was forced. And you know, yes. backstage, he's like, I'm, I'm about to shit on you out there uh, on purpose. So that, I love that. I um, also love his, in this gear wise, he's wearing like the black paint splotches instead of the white. So it's a very nice touch on that. Um. He, you don't really see too many variations from Brett. So that was pretty cool. But, uh, you know, Brett's not like we've said before, he's not known for a promo, but when you give him something to kind of sink his teeth into, and you kind of just want to deliver, um, mm-hmm. this feud is, or this, you know, this, at least from Brett's point of view has not been given anywhere near as much time as like the undertaker program or, you know, yeah. so I, I wish they would have done that more because this has been like a company long, or, like held the company together for almost a year now. So, I kind of wish they would have focused more on that. But
0: I wonder if they're losing a little bit of semen in in, uh, not Brett, but in uh, Owen. I wonder if they feel like It feels like it. Yeah. And I I wonder why. I don't know if the house shows maybe, like, because they they fight the whole summer on the house shows. And I wonder if he was just, like, not credible, like, as far as, like, I'm sure they gave him times to win the the title, like, you know, Mm -hmm. in the fake, you know, they love in house shows, right? I, I, I don't have this, but WWF loves this, right? The heel wins the championship. Then the second referee comes out and says nope. To you know, get the crowd reaction, right? They did, they loved doing that stuff. So I wonder if they did that and like basically Owen was getting no reactions. I don't know that for sure, but they did fight the whole summer. So I wonder if they just kind of like you know what this is not where we want to go. Cause yeah, they, they kind of switch off Owen immediately after this, as far as being in the level of. Uh, Brett, right? They they obviously use him, d- but differently. Right after this, so I, well, I, I don't I don't know for sure. They
1: also have that shiny toy dangling there too
0: with Diesel. Yeah. Like he's oh, I thought he meant Bob Backlund. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's a little rusty, but yeah, <laughs> he's a rusty nail. Diesel, Diesel is just he. You could tell he's gaining confidence, like you know, in his aura and his promos and stuff like that. And that's what they care about. They don't care about you know the guy having the the great five minute match with a you know solid work of they just don't care about that as much like it's not as important to them um so yeah i it sucks that owens losing team and, yeah but it does seem like it for sure because you know what what comes out of this like owens like a bit player after this like it's not it's it's crazy like they did the same thing to luger too it's like i don't know they just didn't mm-hmm. want to commit i guess they're or they're just throwing everything at the wall and it so wishy-washy he just didn't decide at the moment i guess i don't know so then, yeah, uh, I can't, I can't. yeah. So from there, speaking of Diesel, we get a uh, Typhoon versus Diesel match, and my first note was, "This is such a random ass match." And uh, did they really mm-hmm. think that Typhoon was the ring general to get Diesel ready for like a world title mm-hmm. run? Like, you know, go go work with Typhoon; he'll make sure you're you're straightened up in the ring. So this is such a shit match. Um, it was it, I, I shouldn't say shit match. It was okay. But just the, the thought of it, like, who wants to see Diesel versus Typhoon? Like, that's – nobody wants to see that, you know? No, he, it makes no sense. And he has to win with the damn clothesline, too. Like, it's just – Diesel wins with the clothesline. Sorry to clarify that. So, yeah, just a weird thrown together. I don't know. I don't even know what to think of it. Um, it's just very awkward to me.
0: Yes, I, I totally – Totally agree. It makes it makes no sense. I, I also put that it might have been Typhoon's best match, though. Slightly. <laughs> uh it, it, there was a nice slam on Diesel. I don't know why Typhoon you're trying to make it look good uh with this, but uh during the match he also brought up a lot about sweetness versus Walter Payton. So I kind of like that, but Shawn Michaels didn't even get involved. Uh so that's just like silly, it's just like a waste of time. Um, well so that too,
1: it's like he should be f- shooting with Someone that's either buddy buddy with or he should Yeah, be Razor should somebody. be out there. Razor, right. yeah, come out. Somebody yeah. that's buddy buddy with razor, or you know, someone that he can throw around. Yeah, someone well, razor sides They did, side, the, they did this like
0: stuff that. with kid, right? They had done this yeah. stuff with kid. Like, yeah. bring that back. You know what I mean? Like I get why they bring Walter Payne in there, but like almost kid should be the guy exactly. in the uh in the corner, not yep. Uh, that sweetness. Sorry. I agree say that. So we get a random undertaker match for, you know, some reason, but definitely just, again, I think they're just trying to fill up every feud right for this Sunday night slam. So fine with that. Right. Uh, they talk about how this is live. So we've mostly been at the, at the arena, this tape back on August 1st. So then we get back into the, uh, the call-in section. So I didn't take notes for every single one, but there are a couple funny ones. The first, again, I can't tell if how many of these were real calls and how many were fake. Right. Um, but the first one is the, the lady calls in making fun of Jerry Lawler for being a king, saying he's not a real king, and she would leave if he was king, which is yep. pretty funny. Uh we get a call about how the other the under faker should go with undertaker and become the twin towers. Random. Yeah, uh, we, very get, random. we get my we get my boy Don from West Virginia. Of course, that's he the figures funniest out one. he figures out that it's the that's turning, not Luger. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yep. cracks uh
1: cracks the code.
0: cracks the code. So uh, yeah, pretty funny stuff, and and uh, you know, they do a couple other ones about Undertaker and Bret Hart, and yeah, they're kind of silly calls. Uh, you know, they they do this again with Livewire back in the day, but like I feel like after week one, they're all fake calls from like Bruce Bruce Prichard. So yeah. I, I mean, I'm not gonna blame wrestling fans. Are not you've been on a message board? <laughs> you know wrestling fans oh, God. <laughs> are sometimes not the best. Uh, and so I get why maybe this wasn't the best thing, uh, to do, but. It was kind of something different, something cool. Definitely worth giving it a try and helping to build up SummerSlam. Uh, definitely, I'm sure it helped the ratings, you know, enough about like, hey, it's going to be live, like you know what's going to happen. Right. But like nothing. The only thing I would say is nothing came out of it, right? Exactly. It was literally, uh, you know, kind of pointless. There was, I mean, besides Don cracking the code, like everything else was just kind of random. It wasn't like they they answered anything very like uh, meaningful. Uh, I don't know if you had anything to add. Yeah, everything uh, was still kind of
1: kayfabe, but I, yeah. I do like the I do like the charm of it.
0: Um, yeah,
1: like I loved Live Wire back in the day. I, like, you know, they came out in, what '96. I was 10 years old. I was still eating all that up. Oh, like, I, I, was, I like, was loving it. I know. Yeah, I, I was. I was just like, oh, this this is like real stuff going on. What's going on here? Like, even though they're bullshit on just because Jr. was so like ornery on that show. Like he, was, yeah, he would get pissed at callers and stuff. So it it just was awesome. Like I love Live. Wire. Um, show in general, Sunday Night Slam, perfect. Um, like a picture of what they could be doing now. Of like, you know, they don't have competition on Monday nights, so they can do something different. It doesn't have to be the same, like cookie cutter show every single week. Like, throw a different version of the show out there every now and then. Like, so what when, when you do something like this, it just it's like a little spotlight, I guess, every now and then. Yeah, I know. I know we have like a couple more of these. Um, Sunday night slams like I've seen them on YouTube. Like, I know I there's one like in maybe November or something, or later or early in '95. So, yeah, just little specials like this are cool. And you know, even if it doesn't like add up too much, it's, at least it's something different and it breaks up the monotony a little bit.
0: Yep, agreed. Uh, and then yeah, that's it, right? They just kind of end with the call yep. segments so and yep. just kind of talk about hey, uh, Raw. Oh, they also, Vince also mentioned that Raw is going to be live next week, so or the next day. So then we get to Raw, uh, the 822 Raw. So again, this is live, Vince and King this time in studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of basically relive some of that time. So we'll kind of go fast on this one. So we get the Luger versus Crossmash, they show in, in its entirety. Yep. And that's kind of where afterwards Luger's really talking about, uh, you know, the fact that. Uh, he can't believe Luger or sorry, Macho says that Luger can't sold out. Right. Uh, they replay the Brett and Owen. They do the full look back. So kind of cool, you know, really, that, was, yeah, up that
1: was a good little recap.
0: Yep. And then they have the Ray, the Ray Rougeau interview, uh, yep. which he talks over the intro music. So you can't even, I can hear him as he's talking. It's oh, terrible. No, no. It's terrible. He's he's not very great. And then uh, I'll stop there because we get a Man Cow Muller, which I think is the most 90s thing we're seeing so far. Is uh Chicago legend man Kyle. I was like, oh my god, I haven't thought about this guy in 10 years, but at least uh he, he does a he does a call in basically saying that uh there's a celebrity uh softball match that he's excited about. And I yes. wish I could actually find this. It would be amazing to find the WWF versus WWE or versus celebrities softball match and macho man just Killing dingers, I'm sure. Oh, we had to be. the whole game. So, uh, why don't you pick? Do you have notes for the second? Yeah, game? so they they
1: got uh, they run the typhoon versus diesel match back. That's, that's five. A well, you got you got five yeah. star classic, yeah. They had, they had to, they I mean, they didn't really have another choice. Um, <laughs> they give a quick little segment with the uh, razor and sweetness again where they do a little finish where they both flick the toothpick. That was a nice little touch, very cool. Yep, you know, like we said, like you said, sweetness isn't the most charismatic guy, but um being in chicago uh they weren't gonna get jordan obviously they weren't gonna like the cubs and the white socks weren't the, well the white socks were good in 94 i think but they weren't gonna get like frank thomas or anybody so right this just made sense so good stuff there um and then they do like, they finish with like another of the taker mm-hmm. recaps again with leslie Nielsen. like five different segments of him same and, thing yep yeah, just the same crap there with him. So I, I, I'm just really hating the Undertaker stuff now. Like, I just want that to be over so bad. But that does finish out the show, I believe.
0: Yeah, I think that's the end of it then. And then we go to uh, Superstars. So, yep. oh, and they also mentioned there'll be no Raw for two weeks.
1: Right, uh, so right. Next
0: next Monday's the SummerSlam, and then yep. the SummerSlam, obviously. Yeah, all right, right. And then. And then they have, uh, they're have, they preemptive for the U.S. Open. So they'll miss one week, which, again, just hurts them right after SummerSlam, like big pay-per-view. And then the following week, the, you know, which is legendary, right, 95, uh, where uh, WCW runs their yep. uh, for Citro. So just a great idea by Bishop on that, uh, to run that. So really kind of kills the momentum, being in the Desert Marquis show. But, you know, the U.S. Open was always uh, USA's big thing. So no raw for two weeks. So we'll have a couple superstars the next couple of times. So we got the h 27 superstars, which is the weekend of, uh, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have live matches. So we start we start off with v- Bret Hart right in the ring, uh, with Vince. So th- this is a third different interview we've seen from Bret Hart. Um, right. <clears throat> you know, in my notes, say we're used to him like always defending and now he's doing a lot of talking and they really start pushing up the feud with Anvil again. I think he calls him stupid in this one again, or fat, whichever one. Um, and, and and so, uh, you know, I like that. They also get Brett and Owen uh, meeting in the, the uh, way as as Anvil's out to for his match. The lighting's, like, terrible for this. So, like, if you're in the crowd, given you don't have Dumbotrons, like, you probably can't see that they're, like, in in, in each other's way. Like, it's, right. it's a cool idea, but, like, they should shut off the lights to make sure everyone sees it. Uh, so, mm-hmm. that was kind of disappointing. Uh, and then we get we get Anvil out match, so they've really you know kind of transitioning Brett to Anvil. It feels like on even on this, uh, right. but there's just no crowd heat for him. He looks really fat, like his just beer gut is like softball beer gut is like really showing. Looks really heavy, uh, and I just don't think he's got the crowd heat, which is kind of weird. Like the Heart Foundation was so big, and he's just not picking up the heel heat, heat. I'm not sure if he just hasn't done anything, but the crowd just doesn't feel the care for him. Whereas Owen, there's constant we want Brett chance, there's constant boos, like. There, there feels like there's more to him than Anvil gets. So I don't know if you had anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: so, well, just to go back to the Brett interview, he mentions the dungeon and in that interview. Yes. Yes. I don't know if that's the first time we've heard that, but like he tells Owen, you know, we're not in the dungeon anymore. anymore. Kind of yep. thing. So that was a cool little touch for, you know, to, looking back on it's sake. Like, um, yeah. And then I like, like how Lawler catches them in the aisle, like Owen and Anvil. Yep. Like to, to I love how he still hates Brett and like he plays into oh, yeah. it. Like, I, I just love how that, through line is still going so that's a nice Robert. little touch and like like that's what should have been happening all along i know it did here and there but like volovich should have been helping fuel this the whole time just keeping it relevant um as the main event obviously that should have been but um so from there we get a mabel squash so kind of cool to see him still relevant or whatever cuz he's going to have a match at summer slam and then that's followed up by. Uh, and, and I have a
0: note here that did he you yeah. do a leg drop off the second rope? Yeah, I have a note. I, I think he does. Note. I have like he leg drop that I thought he was going to fall. So I'm guessing. Well, that's but it was, very possible. But that would that was a cool move that I remember. So yeah. definitely something you don't normally do. Right. See, for me, well,
1: I, see, I, I like me. I just, I don't know. He's not a great worker by any means. But like to have somebody like him in the company, you know, standing out, like I, I just love when you have something different like that going. Like, you know, like Raw today, like it's like 2014 PWG. Like all the guys have like black tights and abs yep. and, you know, beards and all this. It's just everybody looks the same, you know. Like that's why I like when I see like uh Omos or somebody like that come out, like somebody just different, you know.
0: Yeah, so, which ma- is good. Yeah, I, I like the variety of the roster. It's just.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and right now it's very different. Like you, you have your super worker guys, but you also have like your Mabel's your Yoko's your Diesels your yeah you know, your tag team uh, the, the women like there's a good variety it's just not I don't think it's used to its potential right now so um Great. and then we get uh, a double J versus Duke Drozdy match which is kind of an interesting little match for me um this teal outfit from Jarrett is just fire <laughs> oh my god when I first saw that it was like he's just playing in my heartstrings. Um, I know here I have is like Duke plays a really good fired up baby face. Like this is a good uh, heel face dynamic between these two because Jarrett's a great heel. And I feel like Duke Josie is a really good, like just, you know, generic fired up baby face. Not like the, the greatest on the mic or anything, but he, he plays it. He plays it pretty well in the ring. Um, Jarrett gets like a, a roll up victory with the feet on the ropes, which is a great spot. And then Oscar comes out because, you know, he's got the the Mabel versus Jarrett match. So he comes out and raps that and he does a rap and that somehow convinces the refs to restart the match, which, as we've seen, all you have to do is come down and say something and the refs will believe you. So they're not looking at any kind of like uh, instant replay or anything like that. Just believing the baby face when he comes out. So uh, they get it restarted and Duke eventually wins by count out because Jarrett attacks Oscar. And then Mabel kind of comes out to save Oscar, so they have a happy little ending there with the baby faces. Um, not you know not the greatest match or anything, but it was fun yeah. to like advance the storyline. It seemed like a little mid car storyline kind of get advanced, so that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean the thing I have a problem with this this match is that you it's out of nowhere. Like Duke has been, a, I know he's not the most credible guy, but just like why just throwing these matches together? Give it a little feed. yeah. Yeah, when I do it. Uh, I do love Oscar and his all whites uh, coming out as well. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I miss, I miss <laughs> Mo. I miss my boy Mo, obviously, um, from that as well. Uh, and then we get. Uh, yeah, I like the end of it. Just kind of they've kind of brought this up as a stupid uh, music city match. Uh, that's kind of right. a little dumb, uh, but the crowd got really into it when they're kind of getting up to each other. So I, I like that uh i thought that was a good ending uh you know just kind of the crowd into it and something cool something different you see than your standard kind of uh you know matchup so i mm-hmm. like that yeah uh, they're definitely and, into it like,
1: like because you know mabel and oscar and, and the whole singing thing gets the crowd into them from a yeah baby face for baby face perspective and jared's you know great with the crowd is you know they, they both worked in memphis so they're kind of working that crowd dynamic so i like that Yep.
0: Anything else you want to add? Nope. I'm good. All right. We'll get two awards. Hold good. on. Hold on. We
1: got a oh. uh, Razor oh. Squash. Yeah. We got a Razor
0: Squash to finish.
1: Um, just a note here is that the jobber has a rat tail. Fuck the world. Oh, man. okay. He's got a, yeah, I, a great rat tail on the jobber. Oh, I, I missed Yeah. And, and how did miss it? Oh, dude. It's like you have to, anybody, look at this jobber in this Razor Squash. He's the ugliest, <laughs> skinniest, straight up rat tail. Like, not, not a mullet. I'm talking shorter yeah. hair and then it's yep. pure rat tail. Um, then there's a heartbreak hotel with uh, DiBiase at the end with the Undertaker where DiBiase is just kind of running down Undertaker yep. until like a lightning strikes and the real Undertaker finally comes back. So like, you know, the first time i are really seeing him is the day before uh, SummerSlam, I guess, to kind of get that like final push for any for buys aspect. or anything like he's actually going to be there. So. Yeah. Nice little way to end the show. Yeah, and, they,
0: done, and, and they had done that. They had done a su- similar highlights on Sunday Night Slam. I know we've kind of been... Right. Uh, wait, one second. I got to get my, my dog is bothering me one second. You're good. You're Daddy.
1: good. <laughs> All right. So as we wait for Tim to come back, I'm um, just really liking this build to SummerSlam uh, for the most part outside of Undertaker. So, yeah, we're just going to... Yeah, See where it goes from there. My,
0: do- my dog finds toys everywhere and just immediately eats them. And I'm like, oh my God, it's <laughs> get away!"
1: Oh, it's I get it. Punk. Trust me.
0: It's such a punk. Uh, yeah, they did something at Sunday Night Slam. It was similar about Hall of Taker's coming back. So mm-hmm. um, they've really been pumping that up. So anything yeah, else? I
1: was, I was just oh, mentioning man. that, like, overall, the build of SummerSlam has been pretty solid outside of, like, this last stretch of this Undertaker stuff. I feel like. Um, overall like you know Brett and owen is a good feud overall Jarrett and mabel's kind of fun uh i guess irs and bam bam versus the that match is terrible like yeah that's of, that's yeah. been the roughest that's been the that's roughest. Been they've, they've, they've spent no time or a- energy or anything so right kind of really but then like walter payton with the razor and diesel has been kind of fun like yeah you know, so so overall hasn't been a terrible build but yeah oh luger and Tatanka has been hit or miss i guess too so i guess we'll just have to see how it plays out
0: yeah, I haven't been that disappointed. in That I, I think that was we were really hot for that early. Oh, Sunday definitely. It just it it's too long, right? It's right kind of like stupid. Like like if Don from West Virginia can figure it out, I think we're <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think we're uh we need to move on from it. So exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped for it. The SummerSlam. I've I've, I've watched it once already. I want to watch it again just to get some better notes. But uh, I think they did a good job building up for it. Again, the tag team division right now is just in shambles. I think that's probably the biggest thing that that we see and it's crazy because i know on war i know they just moved out of 96 but all of 96 the tag team division's in shambles like that's really just and that's w has been known for tag team right it's, it's i different bet than 94 like, has been worse though i, I yeah. can't see it i can't yeah.
1: see 96 being worse at least they have programs with like actual teams in 96 yeah yeah, yeah. 94 and has been so good. right and exactly Sunday. and uh, they're, they're and, and, Cl- and cloudy oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: cloudy. Well, sunny in her good days, not right, not, not exactly. Days. So, yeah. uh, let's, move, let's move on to awards. <laughs> right. Uh, most new gen outfit, I think you, uh, ooh. oh, no, no, I'm going with Brett. Brett changed I'm it going. up. Yeah, Brett
1: took it from there at the 60 years. That black pink strip was a little, a little, uh, I don't know how many times he actually brings that out, so I'm gonna have to give it to him there.
0: Okay, I, I thought you were gonna go rat tail. That guy's rad that oh, yeah, that, that <laughs> probably would have been a good call. But I see so many of those in my neighborhood every now and then. I was <laughs> It's part part of you, uh, right? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Mabel. He was looking good, crowded into him, very very '90s with that. They, yep. they especially pulled the color. Actually, I'm gonna go Oscars white suit. Oh, there you instead. go. Uh, instead, but Mabel was right there. Most new gen performer.
1: Uh wasn't too much. You
0: know what? I'll go Bull Nakano. I, I liked okay.
1: her. I liked her leg drop from the top. I like how she was bumping around for Heidi Lee Morgan. So I'll go with her.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go. I'll go Macho Man. Just as we're getting the end of him, thought he was good on commentary. Besides this Bull Nakano, right, he was very, right. He was on a whole bunch of things. He was very. He's very into the storylines, right? Yeah. Like we see other guy We see when he's awesome crappy crappy king when he's not into the storylines like right Macho was invested in each storyline every time they came back from break on that that monday night raw he was into it so i, I like that yep. uh we got some worst matcher segments
1: uh worst match um let me see here what do we say is the worst match I don't know what, terrible. it wasn't yeah there's nothing like too bad i mean I, I guess I'd have to go Luger crush because it was really slow and, and plotting at points and it was kind of just thrown together. So I guess by proxy, because these are, these versus Typhoon didn't last as long. So I'll, I'll go Luger crush.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go. This is tough for him. I'm going to go with Typhoon uh, just in general, but this is probably his best match I've ever seen him play too. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that shows yeah. you how low that's, he's got. Yeah. That's low a low he's bar. yeah. Right. So best matcher segments.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with Bigelow and IRS versus Kid and Sparky. I just like that. I like that dynamic of the big bullies versus the the smaller guys.
0: Uh, let me see what I'm gonna go with. I'll go with uh, best Manager segments. Mm. I'm just gonna go to the Colin parts. Colin, there you go. Uh, from Sunday Night Slam. Did something different. That was yeah, good. Right. Uh, Anyone stock up? Mm, uh
1: wasn't too much wavering here from anybody
0: uh, I don't want to say
1: Bull Nakano because she really she took too much in that match Um, I guess just by default I'll have to go Diesel winning clean over a named guy and not a jobber so I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with Diesel I guess
0: I'll go uh I'll go Bret Hart I thought his interviews were pretty good I thought always made good me choice laugh with, the, with fat fat tub fat tub I yeah. stock Stockdown uh, actually, yeah, Luger, I'm
1: going to go Luger here for now. Hopefully that turns around, but I just feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, even though he was getting booked terribly, um, after WrestleMania, like Mm -hmm. the crowd was still behind him and he was still like pumped up, but right now it's just kind of like, okay, you know, he's, he's like trying to prove the truth all the time. He's not really into the character of being like the USA guy anymore. Um, it just feels kind of bland right now. So I'm going to go with Luger unfortunately.
0: I'm going to go with the tag team division. Mostly like Bam Bam and IRS. Like They're not credible at all.
1: Oh, Uh, no. Definitely.
0: Disappointing. Disappointing for them to... I know we love Kid, but to have to barely... Like, a 30-minute match with Mm -hmm. Holly and and 123 Kid is just not... This is your future tag team, so I'm just going to go the whole division uh, because it sucks. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. So, yeah. So, next... In two weeks, we'll be here with SummerSlam 94, live from Chicago. Uh, And then we'll be on the Raws and Superstars afterwards. So, Really excited about this one, a uh, fun, uh, fun uh, main event, part one, part two main event, will be interesting for us to kind of exactly. talk about re-review. Uh, and a fun, like we know the Intercontinental match is fun, the women's match is fun, so uh, kind of fun to watch it again. So uh, really pumped for that and we'll see everyone in two weeks. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot.